honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets, and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table, cast on skillets, good and hot, watch it steam and crack and pop, cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Good morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our community who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. That cute little theme song you just heard was performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten to be very popular, and she's even sung on the Grand Old Opry. We're really proud of this young woman, and even more proud to say that she's from Monroe County, Tennessee. Today is a special one-hour show to help kick off the WDX Fun Drive. We're setting the table today with a Thanksgiving dressing recipe and a live interview with the fella who's hosting a seed swap in Knoxville today. Our friends Alan Benton of Benton's Smoky Mountain Country Ham and Peggy Hambright of Magpie's Bakery both let us know how important WDBX is to them and why they support it. And we get to hear from Cami Irwin and Daniel Howitt, who are loyal listeners to WDBX. We want to start the show today by letting you know this is the first day of the WDBX Fun Drive. The station is a community radio station run primarily by volunteers and listeners. Community-oriented programming like this show is a component to the broadcast mission of WDVX, and that's why I really try to share stories about our neighbors, our foods, and our regional foodways. Some of the organizations I've featured on the show just this year are Nourish Knoxville, that's the organization behind the Knoxville Farmers Market, Beardsley Community Farm, East TN Farm Markets, uh, growogridge.org, numerous other local farmers markets, and also stories on our regional recipes that preserve our unique food heritage and Tennessee taste. Plus, I like to throw in gospel music made in Tennessee. So I do hope that you'll let us know that this sort of programming is important to you and your family with a tax-deductible donation of any level to WDVX.com or by phone at area code 865-544-1029. We have volunteers on the phone standing by and would very much appreciate your support. Now let's join our first guest, Beverly McGuire Neal and hear her mother, Peggy Sue Sykes' recipe, Thanksgiving Dressing. So what was your mama's name? Mom's name was, she was born Peggy Sue Sykes. And 
Then she married young, and then she was widowed and heard the car accident from the house with two children at the age of 21. And she married my father and became a McGuire. And they stayed together for a long time, for, for a while, and then mom and I, my dad, divorced. She moved to Memphis. Mm-hmm. She went to school and worked, wow. and then she kept going, and she became the first female operations manager for Levitt's Furniture Company. That is so cool. She did. And and they knew that mom had gone. One guy tried to intimidate her one time, and this is a great story I've got to tell you. That went around the room. Okay, I want you to. T- I wanted you to tell me. Everybody, tell me where you graduated from college. And she started sweating because she went to a business college, and he knew that. And she was the only female. Remember, because she mm-hmm. was the only female operations manager. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to intimidate her. So he went around the room, and and it got to her, and she he said, um, "Now, Peggy, where did you go to school?" And she said, "I went to the University of HK." And he said. Really? HK? HK? I'm not familiar with that. What is it? She stood up and she said, the school of hard knocks and it's the best one you could get. And she got a standing ovation. She was a spunky thing. Good for her. Uh She was. She was so good. She she was so quick on her feet. Mm -hmm. She was such a survivor. She heard that accident holding an infant. And having a two-year-old, she heard the wreck from the house, and he was an amateur race car driver, so it, mm-hmm. she just knew, you know, that that would be always, if that ever, anything ever happened, and uh, mm-hmm. she just overcame so much. She was burned so badly when she was younger, and was supposed to have died. Really? You mean like burned in a fire? Uh-huh. <gasps> oh, my she goodness. She was playing with paper dolls where she wasn't supposed to by the fireplace, oh. and they caught on fire, and she hid behind the door and it inhaled all that smoke and she had a scar from right here all the way up to here and um she had to learn how to talk again and everything her visceral organs were showing they gave her no hope oh my goodness Mm -mm. and she was such a tough girl now where'd she grow up she grew up she was born in nash in in, well in outside of dyersburg tennessee in Mm -hmm. lennox tennessee Mm -hmm. moved to nashville then she grew up in selmer tennessee okay and so where were you born and raised? Dyersburg, Tennessee. Okay. And then when mom and dad divorced, we moved to Memphis, and I grew up in Memphis, too. Well, I like having Memphis represented here. That's good. <laughs> so we've got Selmer, Dyersburg, and Memphis all from West Tennessee. <laughs> so you've told me before, Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving unless your mama brought that dressing. Mm-hmm. And now you're the one bringing the dressing, is that right? This is true. I, we haven't made everything definitive for this year's Thanksgiving, but uh, my sister told me recently that my nephew from Florida is going to be giving me a call. Oh, oh <laughs> Because gotcha. we tried to order it last year and, and make it easy for everyone, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. She said, so Bronson will be calling me for a request <laughs> a request for that dress yes absolutely he i have to make extra so he can take some home Aww. to florida that's wonderful <laughs> no how did you learn how to make this dressing well there were two influential ladies in my life and one was my grandmother my paternal grandmother and she raised nine boys so she taught me a lot and she also helped teach my mom a lot about cooking because mom's own mother did not cook much my grandfather did. My grandmother taught mom a lot, and then mom was just such a quick learner that 
she learned a lot and she always added too. mom didn't have recipes she can cook anything without a recipe and she would just do it and so i watched her from the time i was in college i was the daughter of three we had she had three girls i was the one daughter that was at home i was the youngest and so i started helping her every single year because it's not christmas without mama's dressing either really? not just thanksgiving it's not Christmas without Mama's dressing either. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> so you just were in that kitchen learning from her. Yes, I watched her. I was her like, almost like her little prep chef. I bet. I would cut up all the different things. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, my daughter went on and, and started helping when she, we, we used to have to put a cooler up against the counter so that she could stand on it and she could do stuff too. Aww. And she would, she would tear up the bread and the cornbread and stuff. Mm-hmm. From the time she was probably, I don't know, seven. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. It was sweet. It was good memories. Mm-hmm. It really was. What does this dressing taste like? Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, shame on me for asking. <laughs> that's right. It's not Thanksgiving or Christmas without Mama's dressing. People come from Florida for this stuff. <laughs> oh, it must be some kind of dressing. Well, it's just it's. It is a cornbread-based dressing, and um, it's not dry, and it's not lumpy, so it's not stuffing. It's, it is full dressing, and it's not dry. Mm-hmm. That's the most wonderful part, and it's just about, I don't know, it just, it just tastes wonderful, and it has a lot of, lots of sage, uh-huh. lots of, it has to be McCormick's to sage. And um, mm-hmm. that's what I, she always said. You got to have McCormick sage. So we have, and you have a lot of sage in it, and it's got a good, fair amount of pepper in it. Okay. And um, salt to taste, but it's mm-hmm. the broth. Ah, I gotcha. Too. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and we're listening to Beverly describing her mother, Peggy Sue Sykes's. Thanksgiving dressing. After a short break, we'll return with Beverly and she'll tell us how she puts all this together and what all the ingredients are. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, just one block off Broadway on North Central Street, and Magpie's West on Bearden Hill inside the Village Exchange, just east of Calhoun's a convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily with Pie Day on Fridays. Magpies is your home for game day cookies, cupcakes, and treats, and now taking holiday orders, including the old-time apple stack cake, made with apple butter filling cooked in-house from dried apples and muddy pond sorghum. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles with a full selection of ready-made designs or custom designs for your special event. Orders can be placed in person at the North Knottsville location or by phone 865-673-0471. Operating hours 12 to 5, Monday through Saturday. Since 1992, all butter, all the time, magpiescakes.com. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. 
Skinner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. I sure hope that you're liking this recipe that Beverly is delivering to us and the story about her mother. And we're standing by on the phones. We'd sure love to hear from you. 544-1029 for a tax-deductible donation to keep this sort of programming on the air. Thank you. Let's join back with Beverly now and hear how she puts all of her ingredients together for this Thanksgiving dressing. What are the ingredients? Well, per pan of dressing, and that's like a 9 by 13 because we make, again, you might, mom would probably make six of those mm. because everybody had to take some home. <laughs> you just didn't have it for the meal. You had to take some home in the care package. Oh. So it had, you cook the celery and, and onions um, in olive oil or butter or whatever. And, and that you have those that are sauteed and they're in there. There's broth in there. There's cornbread. There's toast, eggs lots of sage, broth, and salt and pepper. There's certain things, I mean, you have to toast the bread the day before and leave it out to dry. And, you know, it makes it dry out a lot more, but plus it gives it, I guess, a little bit color because it's just plain white bread. And then you do your cornbread the day before, Mm -hmm. but you have to wrap it up to keep it moist so it won't dry out too much. (laughs) And, um... The broth, mom always says, you just pick the fattiest chickens you can find. And she made her own broth, and I cheat with that a lot of times. I I actually do get stock. I do both, depending, you know. Yeah. Um, Per pan of dressing, that 9 by 13, okay? Mm -hmm. It is, I had to write this down because mama just really didn't have a recipe. So I started doing this to leave this legacy for my daughter. I'm glad. It's like a cup and a half of the celery and onions that are sauteed and I also cook those in a little bit of broth along with the olive oil okay and you're talking about chicken broth yes okay and then a uh, iron skillet Mm. of cornbread okay and then there's five or six slices of toast that had white toast that has laid out for a day because you did the day before and then you have about eight cups of broth that's going to go with that oh okay yeah. All right, because mm-hmm. it soaks it up, and there is two and a half to three tablespoons of sage, so it is pretty. It's pretty sagey, and you salt and pepper to taste. But the broth, and when if I don't make my own broth, mm-hmm. I use two chicken, two turkey, one vegetable, and then a couple of pitchers of water, and that is, mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's pretty rich, mm-hmm. and that's what I use as my broth. So you put all that with one pound of cornbread and five things of, or is that for a big jumbo batch? Oh, that, oh girl, I, I do so many, that's just, that's just, a, those are the big ones too. Uh-huh. I do several of those. Oh, gotcha. Several, because, um, uh-huh. but it comes up to about eight cups of that mixture mm-hmm. for a nine by 13. 
and per you know skillet of cornbread and in the few slices of toast okay. um, mm. and and the one and a half cups of the vegetables in there but you know there's there's a few things that you have to do and um, then there's also three eggs that you put in that but it's after you've tasted it and got your sage and your salt and your pepper right because the eggs are all right I put I put the celery and the onions the broth crumble up all the cornbread, crumble up all the toast, and that warm broth will disintegrate all of that breading and just make it, and you do it about a little bit, a little bit uh, like the thickness of cornbread mm-hmm. if you were making it. Okay. Make sure, then you put your sage, your salt and pepper in there, then you taste it, and you can't brush your teeth before you taste it. <laughs> so you've got to do this in the morning time before you brush your teeth because it's going to taste, it's going to get the sage off. It's so funny. It is. That's a good tidbit. So once you get that right, then you put in, mix in three eggs, and um, and then you bake it at 350 for about an hour. Okay. Until it doesn't jiggle in the middle, but it's not dry. Okay, after you cook your dressing, and it's been in there about an hour, and it doesn't jiggle in the middle anymore, you put it in the broiler for just a few minutes because it gets it all toasty and a little bit of crunchiness on the top. And you all and my 9 by 13 dishes are always glass, so it gets it that little toastiness around the edges, too. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you, I love that little part, too. I'd be dishing that out the spoon. It's always my part. <laughs> they know I always want the little crunchy edges. <laughs> oh... Oh boy, that sounds good. And then the broth, the, the gravy. Oh yes. Now tell me how you do that. You take the giblets from the turkey, mm-hmm. and um, you also have your chicken broth, mm-hmm. and then you you boil that, and you boil some eggs, and add that to it, and also you take a cup of that raw dressing. Uh-huh. Before you put the eggs in it, you put, uh, set aside some for your for your gravy. And you put that in your gravy also. Ooh, that makes it kind of just really a, a kind of taste twin of that dressing. It does. It mm. gives, and it's a thickening agent too because you've got that bread in there, so it's a thickening agent. That's a good now idea. sometimes you have to add a little bit of thickening agent to it, depending on if you get too much broth or whatever. But you know, we'll put either potato flakes or mix up the flour in the water and start and make the starchy stuff out of it. Okay. But. So you always have to save some of your dressing before you put the eggs in it so you can put it in your gravy. Love that. (laughs) And the main thing is when you make it, you cannot brush your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) And would you tell people what you do for a living? I'm a dental hygienist. (laughs) So that's really bad. (laughs) But it will alter the taste of the sage and all, and you've got to get that sage in there. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good tidbit. How about it? I don't know. Mom said it was got, that's the cardinal rule of making this dressing. <laughs> you can't brush your teeth while you're while you're making it that morning. Mm-hmm. Now, Mom always did the turkey, and that was what she also added to this broth a lot of times, is that she would always rub the inside of her turkey with butter and stuff it with vegetables mm-hmm. and put it in one of the big baking bags, okay? You know, mm-hmm. the plastic bags. Mm-hmm. And after that was finished, she would take all of those drippings, and she would also add that to the broth. Ooh. 
and it was that makes it even richer, you know. Mm-hmm. I shortcut it because I don't do the turkey and the dressing both for all of it. So mm-hmm. I have to do the shortcuts and use the chicken stock mix and all that, but and turkey and chicken and mm-hmm. vegetable mix of that stock. But if you really do it right, that's how you do it. Well, the thing is, is uh, you work like crazy, and most people listening work like crazy. So it's good to know the the old style way. The mm-hmm. But it's also good to have shortcuts. Right. So dissolve all your bread really well. Don't brush your teeth and use a lot of sage. Well, all right, Beverly. <laughs> Goodness gracious, thank you so much well, for doing this. Thank you this. so much. I, I'm very honored that we can we can. Today we're in the studio with volunteers and guests for a special one-hour Tennessee farm table. It's our kickoff to the fall fun drive. A time we come to you and ask for your help in keeping real community radio on the air. We do not receive government or university funding, and we rely on our underwriters and you, our listeners. And we rely on you and our underwriters to keep the bills paid at WDVX. I've been a volunteer for WDVX since 1996 because I know it's important to our community. So please give us a call and let us know you're part of this community radio station, too, with a pledge of any level. So please give us a call and let us know you're part of this community radio station as well, with a pledge of any level. Your pledge is tax-deductible, and we've got a wide variety, and we have a ver- and there's a variety of thank-you gifts at different pledge levels. So please pick up the phone and let us know you value what we do right here at WDVX. By phone at 865-544-1029 or online at WDVX.com. Thank you so much. Coming up, we'll hear from my friend Alan Benton of Benton Smoky Mountain Cured Hams and why he supports WDVX Radio. But first, let's hear this adorable song by Shane Atkins, from his CD entitled Stomping Ground with his song Taters and Beans. My folks lived out in the woods. We didn't have a lot of money, but we eat real good. We had corn and tomatoes and turnip greens, beans and taters, taters and beans. Working all day in the field hauling hay means a whole lot of sweat and very little pay. But it's all worthwhile when the dinner bell rings for the beans and taters, taters and beans. I'd grow wings to get the pinto beans with chow chow on the side. And I never was late for a big old plate of taters country fried. You can have shrimp and caviar None of that stuff won't get you too far Won't stick to your ribs if you know what I mean Like beans and taters, taters and beans
Let me tell you about my grandma, that's the cookinest gal what you ever saw. See, down my way, she's known as the queen of the beans and taters, taters and beans. Puts them on early on an old wood stove, the simmer all day and cook real slow. When the taters are done, we're on the scene for beans and taters, taters and beans. I'd grow wings to get the pinto beans with chow chow on the side. And I never was late for a big old plate of taters country fried. If you want your kids to grow up strong, take my advice, you can't go wrong. Put hair on their chest, make them fill out their jeans on the beans and taters, taters and beans. We're sitting in here with Alan Benton this morning at the WDDX studio and driving in. What a beautiful morning. Wasn't it pretty? Wow. How can you not get your checkbook out to support this great station after listening to what we're listening to this morning? That's right. It's important. One person I heard him say, I was so glad to hear WDDX come on the air because we have a lot of different shows and not all of it is the same. But pound for pound, you're going to hear music that sounds like where we're from. And that's what a fella said. You know who said that? Stanley Tipton. I saw him at the co-op. And he said, I was so excited when DDX came on there because it's music that sounds like where we're from. It's pure East Tennessee. It is. It sure is. So we've got Mr. Alan Bitten here, Mr. Man on Ham. And uh, we really thank you for being here so much. Well, like I said, it was a beautiful drive over here. I think when I drove over this morning, I just had a greater appreciation for where I live. The sun was peeping through the clouds and I could see the mountains in the distance. And I knew where I was coming to hear some great music. It doesn't get any better than this. Alan, we're just on the air here because we hope that you will call in and pledge support for community broadcasting and WDDX in general uh, at 865-544-1029. Or you can always pledge online at WDDX.com. And um, we talk about food on this show. And um, Alan owns Benton Smoky Mountain Country Hams. And you're just super well known all over the place. And I just thought I'd ask you what your favorite mayonnaise is, Alan. It's JFG. (laughs) (laughs) I have friends who beg to differ. They'll throw out Dukes and all this other stuff. But growing up here in East Tennessee, nothing compares to JFG. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a JFG mayonnaise fan, too. And uh, boy, if the JFG people knew you loved JFG, woo! (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, it's as typical of Knoxville as Kaz Walker. That says it all. (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, so true. Now, Alan, now you're from Virginia, but now you've been living down in uh, Madisonville for how long now? We moved here when I was very, very young. um, And I consider myself a Tennessean through and through. Uh, Went, of course, to, to the University of Tennessee, and I wouldn't be in business today were it not for the university. That's how much help they provided me in my early years. I could never repay the debt of gratitude I owe them. Mm-hmm. But I consider myself a Tennessee, and I love this part of the country. I don't think there's any place like East Tennessee. And we're blessed to be in this great station this morning promoting a great cause, and we hope people will dig deep and get their checkbooks out this morning. Yes, sir, we really do. We just ask you to pledge any level that you can, and uh, it ensures that this kind of programming will stay on the air. So 544-1029, area code 865, give us a call.
Now here's some information that you might find real helpful. I've been wondering how long all of our farmers markets in our area are actually going to be open this season. So I've compiled a list in closing dates of our area farmers markets in and around Knoxville. So here we go. The Market Square Farmers Market in downtown Knoxville will run Wednesdays and Saturdays until November 19th. The Maryville Farmers Market in Maryville, Tennessee will run until November 12th with a special Holidays Closing Market with both food and craft vendors on November the 12th. That market is on Saturdays. There's a new Winter Farmers Market in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, it begins December 3rd, every Saturday from 10 o'clock until 1 p.m. They're still accepting vendors at growoakridge.org. EastTNFarmMarkets.org runs three different markets located in Oak Ridge, Lakeshore Park, and Ebenezer Road. Now, all three of these markets run until the last weekend of November. And here are the particulars. The Lakeshore Park Farmer's Market in the Bearden area is every Friday from 3 until 6 through October. In November, they will be open Friday from 2 until 5. Ebenezer Road Farmer's Markets, that's in West Knoxville, will open through the last weekend of November every Tuesday from 3 until 6 p.m. The Oak Ridge Farmer's Market, located in historic Jackson Square, is open Saturdays 8 a.m. until 12 and Wednesdays 3 p.m. until sellout until the last weekend of November. The first annual seed swap in Knoxville, Tennessee, will be Saturday, November 12th at 1 o'clock until 3 p.m. at Wilson Fine Gardens. A complete list of all these markets and events at TennesseeFarmTable.com under the link that says listen to the show. And let's listen now to some of the people who love WDVX Radio and support it. Last Saturday, I was at the Grains and Grits Festival in Townsend, Tennessee, and I saw a good amount of faces that I know are listeners of WDVX Radio. One of them is Daniel Howitt. He and his wife are part of our WDVX community, and I asked him if he'd say a word or two about why he supports WDVX. So we're sitting here and we've got us a WDVX fan. And what is your name, sir? My name is Daniel Howitt. How long you been listening? Listening, uh, my wife and I have been here a little over five years, so it would be a little over five years. My goodness. Well, why do you think that WDVX is worth supporting? Oh, we... A, we love the music, we love bluegrass and down-home music, we love what it does in the community, and we love waking up every morning to Freddie, we love having coffee with Jenny every Saturday morning and switching into Amy Campbell and figuring out what to go eat, and Doug Lauderdale in the evenings, and Tennessee Shines, and what's not to love about WDBX. Well, amen. Thank you for supporting it. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Well, like people ask you, when you're talking about DBX, people ask you, well, what is it like? And and at first I want to say it's public radio, but then I'm like, no, it is not NPR. It's community radio. It's local people. It's, It's cooks. It's musicians. It's 
just average people loving the community and putting their dollars and cents into it. And every day we get to wake up and have a great time with it. And how about if we hear from Peggy Hambright? She owns and runs Magpie's Bakery and is a longtime supporter of community and the Tennessee Farm Table. Her husband, Scott Carpenter, also is a volunteer on-air personality with his show called The Swing Set. It airs Sunday afternoons at 4 and is full of western swing and jazzy little tunes. So we're sitting here talking with Peggy Hambright. And man, Peggy, you've been a supporter since way long time ago. You come to those camper fests up at Fotting Campground. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I remember mm-hmm. um, I remember when Scott started doing the swing set out of there and he would drive up there every Thursday night I think it was. Yeah. And sometimes I go up and sit sit in the camper with him. Mm-hmm. It was just a treat. Yeah. <laughs> and I love his show. Oh, it's the best. Well and also you support WDVX with your money and your time and you're a bona fide entity magpie's bakery i mean you're the thing oh amy you're a sweetheart um we just we just love the station it's just been a it's been such a i think a major part of making making knoxville a more interesting place to live and be mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. well thanks for doing that and, <laughs> and uh, hopefully people listening will uh, want to pick up that phone and and help keep the good music and good community building part of it going here. Well, so. I absolutely should. It's a it's a wise investment. Well, amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Peggy. <laughs> and here is Cami Irwin. She and her husband Butch are big fans of the Tennessee Farm Table. Well, Cami, you are such a good listener. Oh, and I thank you. you well, know? you're welcome. <laughs> well, um, you're my neighbor. Mm-hmm. You and your husband Butch. So, but y'all listen to the Tennessee Farm Table. So, why do you like listening? Well, we started listening way back when you first started the show. I think we have listened since day one. Maybe only missed a few here and there. Um, and we started listening because it sounded interesting, and we kept on listening because we just really enjoy it. It's Good. it's homey. It's uh, small town yeah. like, mm-hmm. and I mean we have found um, farmers markets through you and local businesses through your show, um, like the Kenner Tree Care. You yeah. know, there's a little plug for him because he did a great job on our tree. They do. They're good <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Well, I thank you for listening. And yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. It's it's just kind of one of those things that it's you don't find it in the big cities you know mm-hmm. it's it's very much a community kind of a everybody knows everybody kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it is yeah. it brings us together yeah well cammy thanks for listening you're welcome and, and telling <laughs> us why you think it's an important thing oh Thank i you. do yeah and i mean we always uh we usually listen on the computer on the the live feed yes. so that way we can start it And now it's time for the gospel portion of our radio broadcast. We like to call this our daily bread. Let's hear a good gospel song by Alex Leach. 
Now, Alex began his on-air DJ career on WDBX, spinning bluegrass music at the age of eight years old, way back when our radio station was in a 14-foot Roadrunner camper. That was in Fox Inn Campground in Norris, Tennessee. And now Alex is 24 years old, performs as a professional musician with the likes of Ralph Stanley II, among others, writes his own music, plays a multitude of instruments, and co-hosts the Clinch River Breakdown with Charlie Lutz on Tuesday nights here on WDBX. This song is off his latest CD entitled New Traditional. We're going to hear the song I Overtook a Pilgrim. Thank you to everybody who's called in with your pledges of support, and I invite you to do the same with your tax-deductible donation of any level to help WDVX 
keep this good community programming alive and thriving. Thank you so much once again. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at WDVX.com or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Next week, we'll cover traditional Thanksgiving foods with an extra special dressing recipe from my friend Beverly. Plus, I'll have special guests Alan Benton of Benton Smoky Mountain Country Ham and Peggy Hambright of Magpie's Bakery on the show as our media partner, WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, kicks off their fall fundraiser. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.